this is Jordan Delvin, the import killer, the OGT world champion, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is The B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio today with me is my co-host, my B Show uh, B-mate, beekeeper, my beekeeper friend. Going, that's an, a goodie but an oldie, right? Or an oldie but a goodie? Sure, why not? Let's just go with that. My, co- my co-host. Michael Vergara. How are you today, sir? You know, it's it's just going to be one of those weeks. It's been real. It's been real trying. Uh oh. You know, especially with you know those fires going on in California, in which it's the air is apparently according to the San Francisco air people, they call it, it's considered like what red, which is it's it's it's, it's bad. Cane levels of, of yeah. air quality. Yeah, it's not, not good. Yeah, and then I, and then I had to, I pretty much have to stay with my sister for like. Which is around like five blocks away. No, like, hold on. From my house? No, 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 no. Which is about like 10 blocks away from, um, you know, the place that I originally stayed because my mom is like invited like a, like a family of like four over. A and plethora so, of people. A plethora of people. And that pretty much, they pretty much just kicked me out of my room. And so I'm staying with my sister for until at least Tuesday. And I'm still trying to get used to that. And kind of, it kind of brings like, it kind of. Throws a monkey wrench on my commute in terms of work and everything. Mm-hmm. And then some fucking bullshit happened at work today. Oh, my Which, God. like, okay, so back in September, right? Okay, okay, so. Taking us back. Yeah, it was back in September. I was this the this dude. He um he said, hey, Michael, do you What happened there? It's fine. His phone's, okay, so I was asked back, all the way back, not even September, as early as August, like, hey, I'm going to Los Angeles in November 17th, and first thing I asked is, you can see a wrestling show, and it's like, no, I'm going to this concert, and like, oh, do you need to, I need to, can you fill in for free for November 17th, and uh, yeah. The day of War Games. Yes, yeah, pretty much the day of war games. Like it's, I sure why not? Like it's, I know now. I know ahead of time now. Yeah. Like it's, it's fine. I, it's not my first Saturday. It's not going to be my last Saturday because I usually don't work. Our Saturdays. one year anniversary. Yes, on my. I mean, we'll. I'll get more into that actually, but um, so yeah, no, I'll, I'll work November seventeenth on our one year anniversary because hey, I'll just know ahead of time. Fast forward to today. Fast forward to today. I um I decided to leave. I have you know since I've been working at this place for a, for a long time. I get certain benefits or something. I just my standing with the person who decides things well, are, is a bit higher. You know, in the political totem pole. Yeah. If we're gonna be into you know if we're just gonna connect this you into got backstage pole there. Yeah, a little bit. And so like I ask I ask my boss like it's around two thirty. So I'll grab a bite to eat before I come here. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. And like, no, nah, that's fine. I'll see you next week. And then all of a sudden, before I leave, the person who wanted to go, who, you know, I said, wanted I, who I was going to fill in for the Saturday next week. Yeah. He then instantly asked the boss so that he asked if he can leave early, too. And it's like, yeah, sure. Like, they already scheduled that ahead of time. And then just out of nowhere, he just says, also, um, can... Also, apparently, my flight got canceled for the seventeenth, and I have to take the I have to take the flight n- tomorrow. And so, uh, can you fill me in? Can Can you fill me in tomorrow? And then, no, can Michael fill for me tomorrow? And then, 
and then he's the part that pissed me off the most like that pissed me off but the part that pissed me off the most was that like when the boss said did you did you say this with michael and it's like yeah i've been telling him i've been telling him like this past week he did not do such thing right and all and then he just straight up just like oh and then like the boss got got mad understandably so because tomorrow is a pretty busy day tomorrow oh the busiest. And it's, well, it's just it's uh, in this particular context. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to get too much into it, but it would be it would be a pretty hands all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. Dan, he was for the past month. We've we my, I scheduled for November 17th. The boss scheduled it for November 17th, and all of a sudden, no, I have to take that flight next week. And so we're just and on top of the whole like me, you know, staying at another place and then having to work for for uh, work five days this week. And yeah. now the fact that I have to work on this on Saturday, and then, like he just left too, and like I was about to leave at the same time he did, like I left, I left, like I was out the building, and then he he just yelled out like Michael, he can can you come back? And he says he wants you to stay. He just wants you to stay a little bit more. And then he fucking just walked real fast out of the building as I just came back in. And wow. As soon as I entered back in the building, I was pissed. Boss was pissed. Some of the coworkers, some of the other coworkers were pissed. I mean, like, I would ask some of the other coworkers to work this Saturday, but like, it's it's okay. They don't have to because that was just part of the deal that they did, and like, they got those things. I respect that. Yeah, it's always going to be either him or me on those Saturdays. Yeah, and then he left, and then I, I, and that just makes me like, I, I have it. It was, it makes me feel like Eddie Guerrero. And um, this, just to bring this whole thing back to a wrestling thing, it just makes me feel like Eddie Guerrero and this fucker is Muhammad Hassan. Do you hear about the Muhammad Hassan, Eddie Guerrero story? No. So pretty much Muhammad Hassan, like he got a lot, he's getting a lot of heat as a heel, right? Like yeah, that yeah. dude was pretty much like everybody was booing him. And then, you know, he uses the Cobra Clutch, you know, like because as per tradition, the sniveling Middle Eastern heel uses the Cobra Clutch because Cobra, wrestling. Yeah. And so... And Muhammad Hassan, just because he's been like he's been kind of hot shit lately, he goes up to Eddie Guerrero and then he says to him, "Hey, oh, and uh, keep in mind, Eddie Guerrero, Gory Guerrero, mm-hmm. he invented the Cobra Clutch." So Muhammad Hassan asks Eddie Guerrero, "Hey, is it cool if you uh, just st- don't use the Cobra Clutch from now on?" Because Eddie Guerrero used it one time during like a yeah, house yeah. show match. Eddie Guerrero got fucking furious at him, and it, to a point where everybody in the everybody in the backstage locker room hated Muhammad Hassan for as long as he was employed there. One time, Muhammad Hassan like they uh, there was a bar full of wrestlers. Yeah, like it, it was just a bar, and then they bunched up a tab, and then it was all under Muhammad Hassan's name. That was <laughs> and so he was for, he was forced to pay for it. I now I just feel like. Now everybody in the building is pissed at this one. That's guy. like some old school like treatment too. Yeah, and I bet you anything that was something uh, set in place by the Undertaker yeah, during the, a backstage uh, the judge of wrestlers court. Yeah, wrestlers court. That's what you know who called. apparently are the judges now. Who? Well, I mean, Dolph. Okay, let me guess. Dolph Ziggler. Um, probably it was Roman Reigns and Finn Balor. Uh, you're you're uh, you're right on two of them, but Finn. it's not Ziggler. Okay, Finn. Yeah, I was thinking Finn and and Roman. Finn, Roman, and Rollins. Did you say Seth Rollins? No, I said yeah. Ziggler. Okay, yeah. So Rollins, Balor, and Reigns okay. are the are the three judges. Which you know does a court? Is it like a Supreme? It's like a Supreme Court judge, like kind a of judge deal. jury. Yeah. 
Um, so who's going to get nominated now? Does like Finn or does um, yeah. Roman take a step out of that, or is he still like consulted? <sighs> yeah. Anyway, I'm just beyond pissed about that. That it's, sucks. Yeah. I'm just in a terrible mood, especially especially with like with the whole air quality that going sucks. on too. I literally which... woke up all night, just like you know when it's just like you're half asleep, you don't even know what's going on. So my ass like yeah. fire what. Yeah, in God, case no, you guys and, don't know. And he just has that, not to go full-on full on RF video, sh- backstage shoot Dick interview. or not. It's just like, and he also just comes off as just like, this, like, like he's kind of hot shit, too. Exactly why I thought of about, like, Muhammad Hassan or like the Eddie Guerrero story. It's like, like, dude, this guy just doesn't, he just doesn't get it. And like my boss, like he was, he was nicer. Like God, if I like God bless, he's lucky to have a boss as nice as him. But he's just like, oh, yeah, he's eighteen, and I'm like, I don't think eighteen year olds oh. are like, I don't think eighteen year olds are capable of fucking doing pulling off that kind of bullshit. And um, I yeah, just, working with eighteen year olds sucked, dude. I, I've worked, I worked with a couple eighteen year olds back when I was working as a butcher, mm-hmm. and it's just they suck. Like I, they're like, oh, dude, sorry, I never, I'm really late. I was never really outright mean to him, but I never really went out of my way to be nice to him. But like, yeah. this kind of just pushed things over the edge. Like, I'm not, I'm gonna try and like, old man Mike. I mean, as soon as I, as soon as I like, as it's it's just yeah. So I had to deal with that bullshit of a person. That's <sighs> but hey, I found time to watch some goddamn wrestling. Speaking of bullshit, <laughs> speaking of bullshit, right? The the B show. Uh, yes. You know, I still need to bring it up. You know, we, we didn't talk about this. Didn't, uh, who said it? this? Alexa Bliss said on Monday Night Raw. She says she's putting a team together to go against the B-Show at Survivor Series. She really? did say that. She said, I'm putting the women's team together. To Try to find that clip the and then just may, put that as part of like a, like a, a, of a new theme song. Hi, I'm Alexa Bliss and B-Show. <laughs> no, it's just like she's, that's just the way how we introduce our... Just our B show instead of just a bumper. It's yeah. just like I'm gonna go against the B show. I'm like this is the B show. Okay. Um, so we need to create a team to face the women on Raw. Apparently, okay. Do, apparently, do we have to be on the team? Yes. Okay, so we have to fight the women. No, no, no. We'll no, get no. our. We're asses not. Kicked. No, we're not gonna be on the team. We'll get our asses kicked. I'll get Marco Stunt. Yes, Marco Stunt, and that's it. I could ask. That's all we really need. Oh well, yeah. But guys, this is the B Show. Thank you for tuning in wherever you're tuning in, whether it's on KCSF every Friday night. TGIF. This is our TGIF episode on KCSF. Ugh, someone else's Friday today. Six thirty PM Pacific Standard Time. Um, every Friday night. But if you want to catch any of our other shows, uh, you could also find it on KCSF KCSF or check us out, soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio. Also across a plethora. Of other fine podcasts. I'm just thinking about that person's face right now and how much I want to punch it. Just punch it's a re- it's a real punchable face. I'm sorry. It just punched him in the face with social media tags. He has these really thin glasses that really annoy the crap out of me. At CWR he's kind four and five. He's kind of a mouth breather. Facebook, he doesn't know what he's doing. Twitter. Uh, he's it's an Odd Future concert, and I'm like, what 18 year old is into Odd Future? That band hasn't been irrele- hasn't been relevant for like the past six years. And Instagram, follow us on all social media so you can send us questions and comments. That fucking loser. <laughs> well, whatever. No, I'm the loser. I'm the one working on Saturday. No, you know what? You're the you're the one. Like I'm getting paid. Yeah, sure, whatever. You're but. putting in the time, and you're the Dolph Ziggler of this situation. You I know. mean, my boss. You, you like, may you may have to take the pin here, but you know what? In the long haul, you you're doing the job. He's just you know Meltzer's going to report that. He's generating some uh, backstage heat from with uh, a diva-like attitude and thinking. Uh, oh, he's not we'll as get into that. We'll get into that tomorrow. A little bit about a superstar doing that. But 
No, it, yeah, it, fuck that guy. Yeah. You're going? No, You're going? no. no. <laughs> We're here to talk about everything. NXT 205 Live, uh, NXT UK, and times two. Because you know what? They have too many shows. They forgot to show them for like weeks and weeks and weeks on end. So they're just shoving it in our faces every single week now. Watch this becomes like, I don't want to, uh, this is the last thing I'll say about like that fucker. Um, this is going to become like a, a lawsuit going on. It's like, it's going to be like the Cabana podcast. No, watch. He just goes missing like in like five hours. And then all of a sudden like, yeah, on this podcast, it's just like, yeah, fuck this guy. I want to punch him in the face. Mm. I'm kidding. I can do it. What? I feel like I can. What? Punch Probably him in the will. face? I'm just kidding. No, you won't. So you can no. settle this in the ring. No, I lead. You know what? No, I consider myself the locker room leader, and I'm just going to lead by example. Yeah, and punch him in the face. <laughs> Maybe that's his punishment. Maybe you have to be like, um, run whatever, the, the, dude. The he's always tab. he was always been hated. Hey, man, he's 18. Usually, it's oh, the, shut up. I hate that. That's no, no, 18. I mean, like, no, I'm saying 18 year olds usually are hated. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Everyone hates an eighteen-year-old. At least, at least, everyone in their life has an eighteen-year-old they hate. I, I just hate it when, like, in television shows where they kind of portray like, like these these young people as like these like really super smart hip people who just outsmart the main characters. They're like, I'm eighteen, I'm out of high school, and I have this job in promotion. Or, like, well, PR no, it's fucking it's, some shit. It's like you you watch Parks and Rec, like the Greg Pakaitis oh, yeah. episodes. Greg Pakaitis, which one was that? It's just some kid who just always gets the better of Leslie Nope. Like no, I, there's not enough shows where the teenagers just get their comeuppance. Like I want, I would watch an entire show dedicated to teenagers getting like, getting like their shit humbled, but by like really old people. Yeah, or just like people our age. I'm prefer eh, a little bit of column A, column B kind of thing. So it's like a mixture of people. Yeah. It's just like a mixture of people between 25 and question mark three guys that do a wrestling podcast. I'm serious. This is the most up 17 year. This is kids. the most Arn Anderson I've ever felt in a long time. Like these these entitled pricks are they're just not. Don't get on a plane with paying them. their dues. Don't get on a plane with them. Isn't that him and Sid Vicious? So it was Sid Vicious. And like that was no, it was him and was, Arn Anderson and Sid Vicious. It was a hotel room with a oh. pair of scissors. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay, no hotel rooms for you guys. Fucking. I don't want to be anywhere near that person right now. All right, let's 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 shake it off, Michael. Shake off the negative energy. Uh, yeah, it's just, just I, like I worked Saturday said. last week and he wanted to leave early. Just like, <laughs> I'm working two consecutive Saturdays and I'm just. Hey man, I don't know, man. It's it's been it's been a trying. Maybe look it's for been a trying job. two weeks. Maybe look for a new job. Yeah, I mean, but like it's easy enough to just like just let it. Yeah, let but it easy be. easy isn't always. Um, the best, you know what I mean, for us mentally. Easy is just easy because. But anyway, anyways, NXT, NXT guys. Let's not talk about that first. Let's first get right into it with a little bit of two hundred five live. Action. Oh yeah, yeah sure. Oh wait, no. Because NXT, NXT UK comes out first technically. Because I thought we were gonna do well, in like chronological airing, or if it was eight o'clock that time and then eight o'clock. I don't know. Two hundred five live comes in like around. Let's just do what we usually do, and then it's, it's the hour live. before NXT, NXT Vanilla, but NXT UK is at twelve. Two hundred five live guys. All right, fine. If that's how your notes are organized, uh, we kick off this week. Drake Maverick. He and he makes a match of uh, Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy for Survivor Series, the only title match at Survivor Series. Um, so we'll see what happens there. It's gonna. I mean, it's gonna be a good match. I hope. I mean, 
is it going to be potential. a good, is it going to be a good match or is, and is it going to go you know is it going to be a good match and is it going to go beyond ten minutes eleven minutes we'll see man I can see it going I can see it going round and again. you said kickoff show. I didn't say kickoff show. Okay, because <laughs> maybe I'm your mind just my boop. mind just went straight up. Okay, cruiserweights. Okay, kickoff show. I mean, look at how many matches are on the. Like we have three different Survivor Series type matches on the card: yeah. men's, women's, and a, like a tag team one that's going to be like twenty people in the match. We'll we'll go over the cards soon. Yeah, well, in our biggest prediction episode ever, our biggest prediction addiction ever, next week. Yep. Stay tuned. Uh, but yeah, no, kicked off this week after that um, video uh, recap of last week. Then our first match of the night, TJP and Mike Nellis versus the Lucha House Party, the team of Kalisto and uh, Lindsay Dorado. That's who it was. Uh, TJP comes down wearing the mask of Grand Metalik. Uh, TJP and Kalisto start the match. Uh, Canellis with a Russian leg sweep to Kalisto into the barricade. Fans annoyingly chant uh, for Nigel the entire match because, you know, hey, they're in england and he's english and they're bored i don't know um after that we got three moonsaults to tjp off of three different ropes actually was kind of cool um lindsey dorado jumped on the first rope moonsault second rope moonsault third rope moonsault i mean it was a little different um tjp eventually goes for the mask of lindsey dorado and rips off the mask of lindsey dorado skins him like as soon as he takes off the mask, he just has no skin anymore. It's like that. It's like that movie Face Off, and I'm pretty sure I made this joke last week. He takes his face off. No more drugs for that man. Uh, he relishes in his glory as he holds up uh, Lince Dorado's mask, but he turns around. Lince Dorado is wearing two masks. Oh yeah, no, they learn. Those they are uh, they adapt. They do. Them I luchas. Mean, hey, if you don't adapt, you don't survive, right? Someone said that. I mean, I think it was like God or something. It was God himself, herself. Itself. Yeah. I like herself. She's like, yeah. Stellanis Morissette at the end of Dogma. Exactly. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Eventually, we get a standing her and Karana um, to TJP. Lindsay Dorado gets the pin on TJP. So that was the first match. It was a fun match, but, you know, hey. Um, I feel like Lucha House Party, they're just starting to wear on me, man. I say separate them. Like, put... Or at least give them a reason to exist. Lindsay Dorado, NXT... Um, Kalisto back up to the main roster, and that's yeah. what they're kind of hinting towards, right? Or no, like Kalisto were... leave him in 205 and then Metalik put him on SmackDown. Yeah, honestly, I because I think Metalik's worth a lot more than what he's been going through. I think since they have, I mean, since they're kind of like closing the barriers of 205 Live a little bit more, I would, I, I, I'll say this every week, I, every chance I get, just put like put in Chad Gable in 205 Live, make a. Like have a, a revival match. Well, no, make that on Raw. Like I, I would look for. I, I would want to watch a Lucha House Party tag match against like the revival. See that like, that should have be, been that should have that should be great. That should be on two hundred five live though. But then do you? But then are the revival? You know, two, I mean, who? I mean, come what? on, are they considered cruiserweights? No, but you can. I feel like you can have if it's the main basis is a cruiserweight a match featuring cruiserweight. As long as it's not consistent, like if you're not, if you don't get, if you get revival versus like Bobby Roode and Chad Gable on 205 Live, that'd be weird. But the revival versus Lucha House Party, as long as there's at least one half of the team, and it's like them officially cruiserweights, they're coming in from Monday Night Raw saying, you know, like, yeah, no, yeah, I feel you, I feel you. But uh, remember that, remember that thing, like, wasn't like all the, remember that one time all the 205 Live heels, like. 
Oh, a bunch Where, of like joined. a bunch of them showed up on an episode of Raw. Yeah, yeah, it was like Drew Gulak with AOP. Yeah, that and that, um, that turned into that nothing. Was really, uh, they were beating up Roman Reigns. Yeah, they were beating up the Shield. I think. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. And then look what happened to Drew Gulak. I mean, it just sucks what happened to Drew Gulak. I really think he's going to be like the next. We were talking about. will be the next John Cena. Lo- we were talking said? about locker room leaders, and I think Drew Gulak has potential to be a locker room leader one day. Yeah, one day, um, but not now. All, all young. I don't How know. How old is Drew Gulak? He's probably older you, than you most of just them. Keep going. I'll look it up. Um, next up, we have Cedric Alexander. He's training at the Performance Center. In walks Leo Rush, and oh man, Cedric, what are you doing over there? You back here, going back to the rookie scene? He's thirty-one. Drew Gulak. Oh, he's my age. What? When was he born? April twenty-eighth. Ooh, I'm older than Drew Gulak by a couple of months. Yeah. Couple months, not month. Uh yeah. So Leo Rush. Find Cedric Alexander in Performance Center, makes fun of him, says, ha ha, why are you here? You suck. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. And that's what, that's, yeah. the, that's exactly what Cedric said, but they're going to have a match next Get week. Get out of here. Uh, which is going to be really good. Get out of here. Uh, challenge, Leo Rush challenges Cedric to a match. He goes, that is if, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I wrote down. Never mind. I got really lost. Did, it happened. Dyslexia right there for a second. I, I, I a little bit okay, but not that bad. Anyways, next up we have Leo Rush versus Josh Morrell. Do you know Josh Morrell? I don't know who Josh Morrell is, but my money is on Morrell. He he wrestles in the independent scene in England um, as Turbo Josh Terry. Yeah, I, I looked that up. I found it out. Look at that investigative Turbo journal. man, like jingle all the it way. It said d- Turbo on his butt. Turbo. Okay, that's how I found it out. Um. Morell actually got a little bit of offense in on Leo Rush. Eventually, Leo Rush hits the final hour to uh, Josh Morell, gets the pin. After the match, Leo Rush grabs a mic, and uh, Rush wanted to dedicate his win tonight to Cedric Alexander. Ooh, that dastardly heel. Look at I what thought he, he I thought he was going to say Lash. I thought he was going to say Lash. Lashley. Here's his ass. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. That was that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Moving the, on. Just go out there and show it. Really, Vince? Just show your ass. I mean, I don't know, man. Um, next up, we have Mustafa Ali, iPhone promo. His uh, producer friend looks like he they took the day off or the weekend off because it's him. Just They're not going to travel all the way to England. Yeah, I know. He just looks like he's sitting behind a, a subway station, um, just sitting down, taking a video of himself, talking, um, basically talking about how he's going to win the title at Survivor Series. After that, we have our main event of the evening, Buddy Murphy versus... Mark Andrews. I did like this match. It was pretty cool. Um, Mark Andrews is all right. I mean, there's a lot of Mark Andrews I could talk about tonight. But um, he just he wears on me, man. He just looks like a little kid. I mean, he acts like a little kid. I don't know if I also if I'll no, go I mean, as far as to say he acts like a little kid. He does. It's gonna be. It's that it's, intro. It's, like, it's, it's kind of hard for him to to think of him as a little kid when that dude has like a full on beard. No, I. I mean, I can. I can see. Maybe it. it's that. Is it the hat? It's the hat. It's and is the, it the jacket? The jacket, the baby face, the intro song, the dance that he. Whoa. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, everything, man. That's, that's on you, man. Uh, back and forth between the two men, flying Hurricane Rana to Murphy to Murphy on the outside, backwards Hurricane Rana to Murphy. So many Hurricane Ranas. Eventually, we get a power bomb to Mark Andrews to a kickout, stun dog billionaire to Buddy Murphy. Uh, knees up to Andrews, four fifty splash. Eventually. Murphy's Law 
to Mark Andrews. This, this pin, was a pretty good match. Pin in the win. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. Um, I you know, I just wish they would. Yeah, I don't know. I what you still are, are we still like gonna talk about it's like oh it's a good match, but it wasn't two hundred five live. Like I, they always have it, good I, matches. Maybe like if I just like if we. I feel like we just kind of... They only have one story We expect too much there. out of 205 Live nowadays, or at least for the past time, for the past entire time that we've been kind of covering this. And that's just... And it's starting to feel like why NXT UK is starting to feel stale. It's like there's only A storyline and B storyline right now. Yeah. And it... Mm, I don't know. It's still... You'll still... You're, but it's still a guaranteed good... You'll still get guaranteed good wrestling out of it. No, absolutely. And, um... Some for some people that's, yeah, that's uh, for some people that's either gonna you know satiate their tastes or for others it's just gonna make them leaving them wanting a, with a leaving them wanting more substance. I just want more surprises. You don't think any of the stuff that's going on in Two Hundred Five Live is surprising? Like you no. just kind of it's just bland. It, it just sort of just feels like they're just going through the motions. Sometimes it just feels like I'm watching like you know when you were a kid and you were watching WCW like Saturday morning or the Saturday show that it's was on bunch, TN, TBS and it's just a bunch of squash matches or yeah and it's just like it's that same feeling where I'm like okay I like wrestling and this is cool and some of that stuff's really cool but uh, alright can I yeah it's like it's mostly now? it's like I mean it's it's like most television programs where it serves as a stepping stone for a bigger thing, but except for 205 Live, where that bigger thing never comes, it's just a constant stepping stone after stepping stone. I mean, yeah, you'll get the cruiserweight matches on like, on you'll get the odd cruiserweight match, t- cruiserweight title match on a pay per view and uh, an episode of 205 Live. Yeah, but it just doesn't feel as special. Yeah, I really hope the Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy tear the house down at Survivor Series. I mean, as, as they can, but then you really gotta. You really got to think how how they're gonna let how far they're gonna let them go. Yeah, or right. you know the amount of time. I actually thought it'd be cool if they had a Survivor Series match between NXT and Two Hundred Five Live in this show. It'd be a little different, a five on five match. Yeah, I just my faith in on on any Two Hundred Five Live Two Hundred Five like any cruiserweight match and like in stealing the show. I don't think that that's ever gonna happen anytime soon. Yeah, like the potential. I mean, yeah, there's the potentials there, but. Like, what's the closest thing to like be stealing the show? Like the the Super Showdown, when Buddy Murphy won in Australia. Yeah. That was it's probably close that was quite the moment. But then now it's just people. It's for the most part people just kind of forgot about that now because it's a cruiserweight uh, title. It yeah. should have been a bigger deal than it was. I mean, at the time it was it's a beautiful title too. The you, I don't think it's. I that like great. it. The purple belt. Yeah, I don't really like the purple belt. I like it if. Um Actually, I did see if they changed up the colors to a black strap with the gold, it would look beautiful. Like and black so and gold nice. is just a generally attractive color. I know. Match. Every time I see it on, uh, remember, remember the White Ranger, Power Rangers? Yeah. I always thought he looked really good because he had black and gold. But from 205 Live to NXT, we got a little NXT action for you. Presented by Michael and his... Well, we're going st- We're going to NXT now? Yeah, so I can have a little break, so I don't talk for three shows in a row. Yeah, that's I. That's fine. Uh, since well, the thing is, like the fact that kicked off I'm at Full like, Sail University. Yeah, <laughs> kicked off at Full Sail University. Um, we're not. I'm not gonna go too much into the depth of it, but I do have. But I do have opinions, and I do have the match order and how the show was formatted. So there we go. It's better than nothing. Yeah. But and and I'll so, try to help you out because yeah. I was half asleep when I was 
taking notes for this. Yeah, as usual, Full Sail University, we have NXT. We got Vic Joseph, Nigel McGinnis, and Percy Watson commentating. Um, they made sure oh, to yeah. let, they made sure to let the viewer know that uh, Marwanal is coming back for Takeover, which is next week. And uh, now I get to watch Takeover. God, I want a bumper for Morrow so badly. Yeah. This get the Ma- fuck out of here. This is Marwanello. Stay yeah. token, my friends. Yes. You're yes. Oh, yeah, City Wrestling Radio. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I forgot for a second. <laughs> yeah, mama mia. Um, yeah, uh, we immediately, just right off the bat, we get Heavy Machinery versus Forgotten yeah. Sons. Um, so, so I have a question about this. What about what? So Shoot. there's a guy in this match. Was it? Jay, His name is uh, Otis Dozovich. Jay Cutler. Jackson, or, no, it it's Jay Jackson Cut- Riker. No, Jay Cutler. No, it's not. Or Steve name, Cutler. Steve yeah, Cutler. his name is Steve Cutler. Yeah, who's Jay Cutler? Jay Cutler is the, he was the he quarterback. He was a quarterback for the Chicago like Bears, yeah, but okay. then now he's with the Dolphins. Okay. Um, he has a broken nose. Yeah, where's that mask? There's he's a phantom of the he's a There's of the three ring. members in Forgotten Sons. Maybe he just wants to work. Maybe he just wants to get like give sure. it a feeler. Sure. No, Why yeah. you think you think the you think it's a you think it's a it's faked and like he's probably going to use that face mask as like a protector for him? Oh no 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 not at all. God, wrestling would never do anything like that. Um, I'm but just he, saying, yeah. if I was the manager of the Forgotten Sons, my broken nose man would not be in the match. Mm. Just saying. Uh, this was a pretty good television match. Uh, I thought. The commentators really put over the fact that Otis Dozovich, like he tried his best against Tommaso Ciampa in, in the title match or a match. I forget if it was a title match. I don't think so. No, it wasn't a title match. Yeah, um, it would have been cool if it was. They just yeah. a little, just give him a little like hope spot, like yeah. just a glimmer spot, yeah. like have one of these like, oh, Otis Dozovich might actually do it. Oh, yeah, but it would make him like all the more endearing. And endearing he is, Otis Dozovich. He does the caterpillar. He does that his little version of the worm, the, the caterpillar yeah. elbow drop. Yeah, or whatever it is, and I think, and like, since we know that Scotty Too Hotty's a trainer at Performance Center, he probably like teaches him. He just gives him like lessons on how to do the worm, like first knees, t- thighs. Did, didn't they call knees, him like Otis, Otis Too Hotty? Yeah, at one point. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most likely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, heavy machinery defeats Son- Forgotten Sons via pinfall, power up. No, like via pinfall, pop up power slam from Otis Dozovich to Wesley Blake. Yeah, pin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Hussa. good. It was a good. Uh, is it, what's Hassa mean? He, I don't know. One time he just he just screamed out a saw. It's a good thing to Asa! yell. I mean, just gets and, it, and it, sometimes it, he just says it. I hear know, him. Gets the people, it gets the people going. It definitely gets me going. Yeah. It makes me want carne asada. Well, okay then. Uh, up next, we get after that match, we get a recap of Candice LeRae <sighs> con- confront with a with the dye job and black lipstick, <sighs> confronting uh, Nikki Cross, saying, "You're ruining our lives." I don't want to. But she says she's like, I don't want to be exploited right now. Yeah. So we get an interview. Um, <laughs> did you notice who one of the voices were? One of the you know what, was it Johnny blank, Gargano? No, one of the blank voices of the reporters. You know who it was? No, it was Jeremy Borash, apparently. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah he, does, he does a lot of work with NXT now, right? Yeah. Um, as you said earlier, Larray. Wait, is he going to be one of Triple H's guys that helped? Like when he takes over, I can, I can, I can see him like being just the guy to help produce those, uh, like the Matt Hardy specials. Yeah, I still haven't watched. I still that. haven't watched Halloween special. Yeah, and like I, I saw footage of him fighting a kangaroo, and I'm like, that's not safe at all. <laughs> like maybe, maybe you're telling me that you're, you're telling me that like you are prone to injury. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, kangaroos. Like yeah. Lorraine, she uh. 
she gets interviewed. She says she's not here to be exploited she's and would really, like to keep everything between her and Johnny private, which I can't help but has like compare this to Renee Young and Dean Ambrose and how they're like lightweight kind of approaching like Dean Ambrose's heel turn and how like. It's, because, a little, it's a little different, though. Yeah, you see, like, but then, you know. Where Renee and Dean are, like, completely out of storyline. They're just like, yeah, or we're more married less, and she's in an abusive relationship. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, if hey, abusive relation, like, no, I don't think. He I mean, he's, ta- not, he, he's not abusive. Oh, he hasn't what? talked to her in weeks, okay? She, she, when he gets like this, he gets like this. That's he's, what she said. She's getting negligent. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think um, Renee needs someone to talk to, and therapy's a good option. I mean, I go but to then, therapy like, and stuff. But then, like, it's you can't help but like really do think about like how much they're willing to, like, they'll just throw one question to Renee Young, and then that'll be it for Dean Ambrose. Yeah, well, this hurt while Larray's relationship with Johnny Gargano kind of is like is a major part of this storyline. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they kind of just brush it off with Renee Young. Oh yeah. And um I mean maybe there could be something down the line. I mean we've seen Renee Young take bumps before. Remember that one time where Maurice slapped Renee Young in the face? Like it was that was like I don't. It but. was one of the most like unsettling things I've seen because like, like you never, you're just not used to seeing Renee Young take take something like that. And when she sold it, like it, you felt legitimately bad for her. Yeah, there's never any um, really violence against commentators anymore. Just in general, I've noticed yeah, that in the past couple of years. Yeah, I but mean, uh, the last thing, yeah, I we'll see it. how it goes. Um, you know that's. I've uh, I've always complained about unnecessary heel turns, but if anybody's willing, if anybody or anything is able to pull it off, I see the NXT writers doing it justice. But yeah, we'll 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 get to we'll get to the whole Johnny Gargano thing later. Into I want to yeah, Candice full heel. I want her to have a shirt to say Candice fucking Luray. Hi for this week's main event, uh, and Johnny Gargano segment follow. But then we also get a spot with uh, Nita Strauss, who does the War Games theme. She's the guitarist lady who did the Shinsuke Nakamura theme in WrestleMania. Oh, cool. Yep. Wait, did she do the Evolution stuff too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like she was in the ring, but then someone else, Izzy Stradlin, yeah. was singing this song. It was like, Evolution! Yeah. yeah, she could wail on the guitar, man. Yeah, they're real good. Uh, we then Coming up next, we get a Kathy Kelly interviewing Shayna Baszler, who's hanging out with Jessa Duke Min and Mina Shafir. Uh, oh I, Je- yeah, no, no, it's Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. Jessica Duke. I, no, I actually learned it last week, and I was. Oh, it's about goddamn time. Claire. I know, right? Um, she gets interviewed about Kyrie, Kyrie Sane's rematch. Um, she, what do you want? Get it over with. Yeah, Kyrie. Like she, pretty much. Baszler says Kyrie's beneath her, and then all of a sudden, William Regal interviews. Like, yeah, he goes up to Shayna Baszler and says, "Due to the, due to the mishap going on in Evolution, I'm going. I have no choice but to make this." A two out of three falls match. Oh my goodness! And it's a two out of three falls match with Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. That'd be fun. And then Kathy Kelly is stand, still standing in the room, and then Shayna Baszler's like, "What are you still doing here? Get out of here! Get out of here, God. Mom! I have friends over. Yeah, you're embarrassing me in front God. of everybody. Oh, I didn't like me. Mom, like, those oh. are like my only friends I have, and like you're really embarrassing me in front of them. It's just like, and Kathy Kelly's like, I I don't want you to. F- I hey, I don't want you to feel like this." Shayna. I want and you to talk to me and and be honest be, and open. Yeah. I'm, I'm always, you I'm know, here for you. You're always gonna be my daughter. Did you brush your teeth today? Go away, mom. God. Anyway, next up, Dakota Kai versus Tanara Conchi. Um, I thought this match. I mean, kind of I'll say match. this: it's it's not. I didn't think. I thought this match was mostly whatever. But considering the fact that Tanara Conchi is like 
what, like two years into training as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. She seems to pick things. She's picking things up pretty fa- in a relatively fast fashion. She looks super young. She looks like a yeah. child. Yeah, she just kind of has that natural baby face to her. Yeah, yeah. Not like, you know, a good guy, but then just, you know, she kind of looks like Baby Spice. She's a Brazilian yeah. Baby Spice. Yeah. Um, yeah she also no, has absolutely. that song in Gonna Be Like Me. And she kind of like lip syncs to, towards it, which I think is kind of cute. It, yeah, I like I, the song's kind of cool. I like it. Yeah. Um, Dakota, I do, I, okay, yeah, real quick. I do hate the gi. And she comes out with. She's so, she's judoka. I know, she's but black like, belt in judo. It just, it seems really out of place. I mean, but that's who she is. Like, she's, they're really playing up the whole Brazilian judoka little background it's like a white gi and then she takes off and she's got all yellow under it's just weird to me i i'm not a fan of it all right that's whatever <laughs> i'm just not i'm just i know saying. i know i know um dakota kai defeats tyron araconchi with a chiropractor which i'm not a big fan of as far as as far as wrestling oh, wrestling finisher puns i'm not a big fan of the chiropractor and do you know what this is like i was doing no. something else when she was look yeah nigel mcginnis Called it the chiropractor. The chiropractor. And, uh, yeah. She had a couple uh, Huluva kits to Conchi. Yeah, you know? because she's captain a Team Kick, which I still don't think will stick. With Team Kick? I'm not going to stick with Team Kick. I just, I don't know. It's kind of just it's kind of just a cliche now. Who just else be, is in Team Kick? I mean, Daniel Bryan. I would He's say He's kind Tyner of the originator Conchi. of that. Is he really? Is, is I mean, Team like, Kick a real thing? I mean, Kyle O'Reilly, I'd put him. Like, just like, in okay, just wrestlers who just were really good at kicking. Like, I'm not even going to put Daniel Bryan as, like, the best kicker in okay, wrestling. Okay, Daniel anymore. Bryan, Kylo Ren. Um, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, they can yeah. both kick. Yeah. Um, Tainara Conchi. 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 Not Tainara, not Tainara. Um, and Cash Asono. Sure, why not? He's Moving got- on. <laughs> Kathy. Kathy, another Kathy Kelly interview. She's interviewing the Blasian baddie, Mia Yim, oh, I love who Mia says Yim. her time since signing has been living like a dream because, you know. It's so much fun. It's great. It's so much fun. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Then Bianca Belair walks through, and she pretty much, and then she does this thing. Now, she does this thing where now she just chews her gum loudly. Now I'm just immediately just she's taking, slapping her gums. She, yeah, she's just reminds you. Just reminds me of like this this girl in high school who would do it all the time. Heat. She's getting heat. Like it's no. It was just from this. It was like in freshman year. Like it's one of those like really throwaway college career classes. Yeah. And like the senior who didn't take, who just did not show up on fresh at freshman year, has, and who has to like digital force media taken. skills. No, it's just college career where like they just tell you how to get into college. Oh. Oh. And, um, oh in high school. Okay. In high school, and then she she would just do this all the time, where she would just like not give a fuck about anything. I mean, no one gave a fuck about anything, but she would just just do make little bubble make. She's not doing bubble like she's not making bubbles with the bubble gum, but she's making small ones inside her mouth, and she would just pop it with her tongue. And it would just be the most annoying shit. And that's what Bianca Belair is doing right now. Cool. And uh, if she's she wants to, and she's really getting that heel character across, because I just want to just tell her to stop. Please, stop. Please, can you please stop, ma'am? Yeah, he's and uh, she says that she's undefeated in between chewing because <laughs> she's undefeated. Like, I'm on the feet dead. Um, Mia doesn't know what her problem is, but she may be undefeated, but she hasn't beaten the HBIC. What does HBIC stand for? The head baddie in charge. I, I, who I the sh- fuck talks like this? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, like apparently. <laughs> I thought I'd expect better from NXT, but I then like good, from, this is from like this is some WWE like main roster 
writing like shit. I've heard HBIC before. I know what that means, but it doesn't mean head baddie in charge. I know what TBC stands for. HBIC stands for head bitch in charge. Yeah. It, they should have just went with it. Ronda can say bitch on, you know, Raw. Why can't she say bitch on NXT? It's their own HBIC, network. HBIC, uh, TMI. Too much information. One too much information. T one person's TMI is another person's JEI. Just enough information. Yeah, you gotta get down. It's a Tim and Eric reference for all of you guys. I don't know who they are. It's a great. Are they our friends? I wish. Anyway, uh, they recap Matt Riddle's debut win, where he, you know, <laughs> they they also show the the perf- absolutely perfect. Uh, Video uh, of him and no, where he flips his flip, he flips his flippy floppies. Oh yeah, 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 and they land perfectly, and it's great. <laughs> and then we, and then all of a sudden we get like this video of like Keith Lee and Matt Riddle just hanging out with each other, like I know, right? PWG, and then this, we're making money right now. <laughs> um, it's like totally behind the gym at high school, like. Yeah. And then just they run smoked a blunt. Yeah. And then they run into Cassius Ono and he calls uh, Riddle and Keith Lee Mr. Regal's shiny new toys. And just like any shiny new toys, they're fun to break. That thing that, that's he getting just walks weird. away. That shiny new toy thing's getting weird. I mean he only said it once. He said it like twice. And I think he said it, he said it multiple times before. It's because it, it, it I I mean it's not that I don't I don't I have no objection to it because, you know, Cassius Ono, he's been he's he was gone and he came back and he's just been kind of He's just kind of there, and he his character is that he knows that he's just been being kind of there, and what now like his only purpose is now just to humble the old, humble the new people. Yeah, which is lightweight how I feel right now. Um, and uh, yeah, um, it it really just points to Cassiano versus Matt Riddle on tip for takeover, which I'm very much looking forward to. That'd be fun. Would it be a takeover match though, or would it just be like no? It'll be takeover? it'll be the before takeover for the week after. No, I don't think. I think Matt Riddle's getting into take. In well, the let's think of the show. matches already for Takeover. You have the. Um, I mean, they have to have a full card announced by now since they already did Ciampa. the taping. You have Champa. Okay, you have Champa um, and Dream. Dream. You have War Games. You have Shayna and Kyrie. I think I think Lars is probably going to get himself into that match. And how? We'll get to it. But okay, well, let's, oh, let's keep oh. let's keep listing the matches. Oh, the main event you're yeah, saying. Yeah. But we'll we'll, we'll uh, get War there. Games, Kyrie, um, Tommaso Champa. Okay, so Champa. Okay, it's a championship match. We got war games. We got NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, they can fit. Dude, so far yeah, we can, got three. They can fit Riddle and um and, and Riddle and Ono, and then they'll probably announce. Oh, uh, Cross and Larray. Oh, oh, Gargano and Black. Oh, yeah, you're right. Gargano, yeah, Gargano and Black. Black. Oh, that's gonna be a good match. <sighs> that could main event actually. Honestly, the, it's I not without no, war, war, war Games is gonna main event. Oh yeah, War Games true. is main event. It don't matter. That's the. That's the war game. Yeah, I can baby. see like then I can also see like we're doing war I can game. see Gargano Black being before war games. Honestly. We're, we're I, gonna tear the house down before before the two cages, baby, get lowered down. Speaking of war games, we get a video package recapping pretty much what led to Ooh, the match. From and, Johnny Gargano, baby. And it's great. Uh in case you didn't know, War Games it's gonna be a war games match with Undisputed Era versus War Raiders, Ricochet and Pete Dunn. It's gonna be a great match. Okay. My most anticipated match of that entire weekend. Yeah, that and maybe Survivor Series the five v five because I'll just say it right now. I think it is within the realm of possibility of Angle and Brian wrestling each other in the same ring, albeit for like five seconds. Or it's gonna be like a Wait, part. What, what match? I mean, like it's Angle's gonna be in that five v five Survivor Series match, right? Like he kind of he kind of oh. has to, right? Like not yeah. to get too much of an, into a tangent. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. 
Maybe. All right. I'll say this prediction addiction, early preview prediction addiction. Prediction for now. 5v5, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, Daniel Bryan, they face each other, and then all of a sudden, Miz slaps Daniel Bryan's back. I want him. And everybody just boos. I guarantee you that's going to happen. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Yeah. Uh, We also get a graphic of Johnny Gargano versus Aleister Black, and we get ourselves... Speaking of Johnny Gargano! Yes, yes. We get a selfie promo where he's just walking like around full sail. And uh, he, some lights. yeah, he pretty much kind of just says that like, oh, I'm going to, as, as I wanted to, I wanted to attack Aleister Black because he knows it is the one way I can get to Tommaso Ciampa mm-hmm. and for, and to get Tommaso, you know, he just wants to, his main goal at, at the end of all this is to get Tommaso Ciampa, regardless of whether or not it's a, it's a, um, he's doing it the right way or the wrong way. He he believes the ends justify the means. And he actually quotes the Alistair Black's theme song, and he says, "No man is ever truly good, and no man is ever truly evil." Yeah. So, so um, it's it is an interesting direction they're taking with Johnny Gargano. They're kind of like, <laughs> I kind of like compare him to Thanos in that kind of way, where like. He certainly he believes that yeah he said it himself he still firmly believes that he's still the good guy out of all of this he snapped his fingers and all of a sudden just fade to black see yeah um yeah uh honestly like it's it can it it still continues it still continues to intrigue me how NXT is you know the NXT writers are approaching. A somewhat unnecessary heel turn in my opinion still yeah. on paper yeah, yeah i think gar johnny gargano is probably like the best baby face they've had since Sami Zayn, and for them to do this it's an interesting decision but so far they haven't messed it up what do you think it's weird um i, I mean i like the way they're going with it it seems i mean they're very careful with it I'll yeah they're being that. very careful i mean johnny gargano can can come back and easily either road to redemption storyline you know like or he could do the part where, like, he'll like he'll like, do Gargano, like Gar- Gargano could help Champa win in the Dream match against Dream, and then like they could be like DIY could be kind of like reunited for a little bit, and then like you got Champa just being like, why is he all good right now? He'll just be like super uneasy, and then all of a sudden, yeah. snap, he screws Champa, and you know that could be that could be a one-way direction. Yeah, that'd be fun. It would be fun. No. So it's not going to happen. Um, it's, an, it's NXT. Because they'll, because they'll think of something better, honestly. It's NXT. We, we have hope in NXT, man. Like, we have these ideas of, like, we have fantasy books. And, like, I don't feel like we fantasy book in the main roster all the time. And I feel like it's the way better direction. But whenever I whenever I would think about fantasy booking NXT, mm-hmm. usually the end result of what's happening in reality is better than what I'm thinking of. Because wrestling because promo- promoting, because running a wrestling promotion is hard, Corey. Eh, I don't think it's as hard as we think it is. Like I'm sure it is, but like I'm sure with a couple months of training yeah. and a couple of years of experience, yeah. we'd be able to to promote amongst the best. Michael, City Wrestling Radio, God willing, to a town near you. God willing, just call it City Wrestling. Uh, so and they're gonna next week, Bel Air, Yim, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then that leads us to our main event, Lars Sullivan. Versus- I like how we were talking about Gargano. And then you tell you tell us next week, Mia Yim. Oh, it's because they gave a promo for that real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, never yeah. mind. Uh, Lars Sullivan versus Velveteen Dream. Um, I didn't think this match was 
it didn't blow me away. In fact, I thought it was just kind of average. It was just your mo- mostly just dreams selling for Lars Sullivan and how much of a monster he is. Yeah, it was. I kind of felt like I should like. I lightweight kind of fast forwarded through this match, and let's just say like I pressed the fast forward button like for about three seconds, which is a long time according to the WWE uh, player. It was the same, like the same thing was going on at the hat, yeah. like at the same time. <laughs> but nonetheless, Velveteen Dream he mounts a comeback. He sets up. He as he goes up the top rope to set the Dream elbow. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa enters, you know, runs all the way to the ring, and then Dream. What are you doing, Danny? And then Dream jumps on Ciampa, spills over to him, and then Lars. And then as soon as uh, Velveteen Dream gets back into the ring, freak accident by Lars Sullivan. Freak accident. Didn't fall for the win, and uh, yeah, uh, there was a post match. There was a post match kerfuffle going on where Velveteen Dream. Started to attack Tommaso Ciampa, but then eventually gets separated by refs. And yeah. that's pretty much how NXT ended. Uh, I thought this was kind of like... It wasn't a blow-away show. In fact, I don't even think you should go as far as to you know watch it. Yeah, it wasn't like, if you like If you like Heavy Machinery, I definitely recommend that Forgotten Sons match. I thought, it was a pretty, I thought that was a pretty good match. I think it was the best match of the night. Um, my whole problem with that main event is that, like, like as of right now, like, you, I, do you have hope that... Like no one thinks that Velveteen Dream is going to win. I don't even think Velveteen Dream should be. I mean, at, at at Takeover. Yeah, he's probably. I mean, they at could they could throw. They could. They could possibly be a swerve, honestly. And add Lars Sullivan. No, like like straight up give Dream the title. Like that could. It would look good might, on him. It would look good on him. I wouldn't necessarily think it's the best decision. I but would like, like to see Dream be the person to challenge for the title like five or six times and never win it, and then I, eventually win it. I think. It's kind of weird seeing him as the proxy babyface, yeah. You know, because I so like he is he's a lot more natural as a heel. But was, then I feel like I'm just not giving him a chance as a face because it's been it's kind of it's kind of just fresh to the mind. But I mean, I don't think he's the way this match was indicating. Like he's as he's working babyface, he doesn't really leave much for the inspiration. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Elias in that sort of way, which yeah, to a lesser extent, it's 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 that's a bit of an extreme comparison, but. Yeah, like dream working baby phase, uh, working as a baby face uh, within the context of in ring performance, I hasn't exactly been blowing me away. But what it works better as a heel. What I'm saying is like give him a little bit of like give him the win here against Lars Sullivan. You know what I mean? Make him look like he's a credible. Threat I mean, it was to, mostly he Tommaso was, Ciampa. It was mostly I think it was it was just to build heat on Tommaso Ciampa. Just built heat on that match because like he cost him, like he had it, but then you know he lost because Tommaso Ciampa. No, cost it's him. it's only so t- t- um, Velveteen Dream can go over somehow in some segment next week in the go home show. So then it can be fifty fifty booking, and then Tommaso Ciampa win it. I mean, Ch- Ciampa should win this. I don't think it, it would be too. It right. would be too soon to, for him to drop that title. You're right. You're right. I agree. But man, that title would look good on Velveteen. That that's a good looking title. It'll look good on anybody. I'm just saying with Velveteen. Hey, <laughs> Gargano will never win that title acting like the way he does. Just saying, man. No, it's cool. Um, but yeah, NXT this week wasn't that wasn't that special. I'll yeah. Um, go out of your way to watch it. I don't think so. Yeah. Next up. Got a little bit of uh, a little bit of. You more. can't win them all, Corey. You can't. You can't. You know, be the be all end all every week with NXT, and it's sometimes that's sort of necessary. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just. I don't know with the way this this week has. No, you're been, right. It's been a shitty week, and the fact that NXT was just kind of whatever just made it even shittier. Made it yeah, just made made it even shittier. 
right. Well, here it's made it a lot yourself. more potent. It's 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 averageness, his blandness kind of just made it made it even all the more potent. Well, strap in yourself because we're about to take a trip over the pond to NXT UK. We're still yeah. at the Corn Exchange. Uh, Wait, I thought okay. Nope, still the yeah, same no, because I saw like. Like, I know just like just spill this over into the news, but then did you see those pictures of the NXT UK, um, the, like the audience numbers for those shows? No. Like they tapered off like most of the arena. Oh, really? Like only like 5,000 people showed up. <sighs> yeah. I'll be honest. It, like, and it's in the UK. Like, it's fun. These shows are fun, but they're just giving us way too much wrestling, man. WWE. And they're, this show, like, they're, I think that's what like WWE expects its audience to be like one thousand. They go like one hundred percent wrestling all the time because, like, look who runs that thing, Vince McMahon. Like, but I do he, go one hundred percent wrestling all the time, and I still can't keep up. Oh well, you know what? Stop being a never mind. Mark. No. Stop being a mark. Stop being a bitch. But this is the B show. Yeah, the bitch show. The bitch show. Bitch. Start saying. What's like my that. favorite word? Uh, oh yeah nxt uk sorry it was just boring it was good wrestling but it was just kind of boring man i'll be honest like like i don't know okay so it kicked off yeah tell me what happened because i I sure should we had uh damian ware versus bama dave mastiff Uh, apparently earlier in the night vic joseph offered mastiff the last peak last piece of uh yorkshire pudding and uh mastiff gave him a very very awkward smile and vic just wanted us to all know that it was. I don't know why he said that, just because Mastiff's a huge man. Um, yeah. Eventually, uh, Ware runs right exactly into Mastiff, and then we get a 15-second standing vertical suplex by Mastiff. Um, you can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, because I just repositioned myself. Yeah, and then uh, we get a massive cannonball to Ware in the corner, and the pin in the win. Dave Mastiff with the win. He's a good-looking guy. He's a big guy. I like his look. Black and green tights. He just looks like a... He looks like a... It's a big you boy. know, if if Otis Ozovich is like the underachieving little brother, Ma- Dave Mastiff is the overachieving bigger brother. You know, like uh, like John Cusack in Stand by Me, where everyone loves him, but or then Will like, Wheaton character is just like, Ooh. "That's my cousin in London." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, after this, we get a video promo for Legero. Uh, he's from Leeds, Michael. He's from Leeds, and he wears a mask because it sets him apart from the rest. Apparently. In England, it does. I mean, there's not a lot, whole lot of luchadors that come from England. I know, right? A white luchador? That's never going to work a, wh- in the Indies. A scene. fighter? A white fighter? Yeah. It's too generic. Go. Uh, after this, we have uh, we have a James Drake video package. He's focused. He's He's got his eye on the prize, don't you know? Because he's British? He's, I, I guess. I don't know. That's every wrestler in the NXT UK division. It, it's like this generic video promo. Because I'm British. I'm, I'm British. It's just one of those generic video promos where it's like, you know, I'm focused. I'm back. I'm going to win. You know, I'm going to eventually win the title one like day. Every 205 Life babyface promo. Yeah, exactly. But James Drake isn't a babyface. He's a heel. So. But he has, you know, I don't even well, think they, then. I don't even think they know what he is yet. He has a heel look to it. Who am I? After this, we have Legero versus James Drake. Uh, headlock City all around. Um, heel kick to James Drake. Legero eventually hurts his ribs on the ropes. Drake takes control of the match. We get a code red power bomb to James Drake, which made me want to go grab a Mountain Dew. Uh, springboard DDT to James Drake. Oh God! Uh, ah, and then pinned by Legero. So Legero wins. Good on you, Legero. 
Next up backstage, Tony Storm. Um, she's backstage. She's just like, all right, I'm going to win. I'm going to win win a match, win a title. Then in walks Dakota Kai. She's like, all right, how are you? I'm Dakota Kai. I'm going to kick you next week. All right. I'll see you next week. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Are they? No, Dakota Kai's from New Zealand. Yep. And Tony Storm's Australian. Okay. Ooh. Wait, is she? I thought, I, or is Tony Storm from New Zealand? Because I swear I saw something one time that said, that said both actually, not in one article, but she's from New Zealand. Oh, so it's the Battle of the Kiwis. Her name is Tony Rosal. Okay. Sometimes Tony Storm just looks like she's a very a good million looking, bucks. Yes. She's a very good looking lady, but she just looks like she should just be standing in the middle of like a biker bar somewhere, just like spitting tobacco, just like. Just like, what do you want? All right. Is it just because of the uh, the under eye uh, band aid? Like she's like straight up Nelly. She looks like she has like a mouth guard in half the time. I don't know if like she's got like some caps on her teeth that like I don't know. But it, it, she has like this, this look that she looks like she's chewing on tobacco. Puzzles you to this day? It it does. It, I couldn't sleep last night because of it. Um, <laughs> Spent all night thinking about Tony Storm. I spent a lot of nights thinking about Tony Storm. After this, we get Ashton Smith versus, oh, no, the Kofi, no, the Kofi brothers and Wolfgang attack Ashton, Ashton Smith. Um, they come down. Joe Coffey gets on the mic. Um, basically, they said they have joined forces because um, uh, they're, all, they're all Scottish. That's why. They're all Scottish. They didn't say that, but they are all Scottish. They said because they all share the same mentality. And uh, Joe declares the end of British Strong Style and the end of Big Strong Boys, referring to Mustache Mountain. Um, and then NXT UK is now their kingdom. After this, we have Sk- Sid Scalia versus Eddie Dennis. I know. I feel like I'm reviewing an episode of Impact here. Like, honestly. Oh, not bad. Like, it's literally like these people. I'm like, uh, yeah, Eddie Dennis versus Sid Scalia. Eddie Dennis. You know Eddie Dennis? Uh, the principal. The mask. The principal. Remember I was talking to you last week? He's the principal guy. Okay. He was the youngest principal in England's history. All of their history. From the year one to now. Um, he is very tall and skinny. Very, very tall and skinny. Um, Dennis takes control early and hits a high body press. Um, Sid Scalia hits a high body press to Dennis. Eventually we get a, the, the seven bridge. By Eddie Dennis, it's kind of like a razor's edge type move, but he does it. He slams him in the corner like a buckle bomb to Sid Scalia, and then eventually Dennis gets the pin and the win. After this, we have uh, Johnny Saint. He tweets out next. Well, not next week. I don't know why they say next week. It's literally the show right after this. We'll get a six-man tag: Mark Andrews, um, Ashton Smith, Flash Gordon, or Flash Morgan or Gordon. Flash Morgan Webster. Flash Morgan Webster versus the Kofi's. And Wolfgang. And we have our main event for the evening. Pete Dunn versus uh, Danny Birch. Oh? Oh? Yeah, it was a good match. I mean, overall, I really liked it. Hard-hitting match. Uh, bending the fingers of Danny Birch, Pete Dunn, as he usually does. Um, X-Plex to Danny Birch on the edge of the outside of the ring. Powerbomb to a knee strike to Pete Dunn. German suplex to Pete Dunn on the outside. Super German suplex to Pete Dunn. And a kick out. Uh, X-Plex followed by an arm bar to Birch, but Birch reverses into a crossface. Multiple stomps to Danny Birch. Eventually a headbutt, draping DDT to Dunn. And you're new. No, I'm kidding. A <laughs> kick out um, by 
Pete Dunn eventually get a triangle on Birch's left arm, uh, the arm that Pete Dunn was working the entire match, and Danny Birch taps out and submission. And still, you're NXT UK champion, Pete Dunn, because of course, I can't see. Keep Dan- gotta make the champion look strong. I know. I like Danny Birch though. I mean, I like Pete Dunn. I do like Pete Dunn more. Next up, we have part two. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that's why it feels like any. That's why it feels like Impact, man. It feels like fucking Impact. Uh, Tony Storm versus uh, Dakota Kai, our first match of the second show. Um, it was an all right match. Collar and Elbow. No, it wasn't that great. I don't know why I'm saying that. I just I'm so used to saying that now. Uh, it starts off with a lot of collar and elbow tie up for like literally 30 seconds. Sloppy double stomp to Tony Storm. Modified STF to Dakota Kai. Snap German suplex to Dakota Kai. Eventually Kai misses with her bottom row paluva kick, um, and then hits a hits a pump kick to Tony Storm after that. Um, I mean, this Matt, it was cool. You know, uh, it's the thing. Okay, t- I put Tony Storm and Dakota. Like those are two very. It's Dakota Kai, man. She's it's they're very sim- Like Tony Storm and Dakota Kai are very similar in the in ways of they they're not necessarily the best in carrying matches. Uh, yeah, you know Tony Storm's best matches. Uh, usually the the better the better perform the better perform the best performance is usually from the person she's against. I don't. I'm not that big of a fan of Dakota Kai in general. It's, no, it's 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 this. I, I say the same thing about Dakota Kai as well. Like, I think I only really thought her match with uh, Shayna Baszler was okay, where she lost. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, they they're not that they're not blow away. That was they're not blow away because she had that cool arm break spot. And that was like the first time she did that. But they, I mean, they got great looks, and they have very they're very marketable, and they're also they're very likable. Yeah, Tony um, Storm could go, is going to go far in WWE. She's she's probably going to be like I said. She's probably going to end up being like a cornerstone in that entire division in like three years. Yeah, at, she's at great. Re- she's a good wrestler. She's good. Like she's in good. Okay, no, I don't. She's in good matches. I don't necessarily think she's a great wrestler. She's yeah. still kind of green in a sense. Yeah, she's young. How old is she? She's twenty. She was born in ninety five. It was her birthday recently. Yeah. Yeah. See, you probably remember that because twenty three. We, we had birthday segments on here. Anyways, okay. Double knees, uh, followed by a storm zero to Dakota Kai. Tony Storm gets the pin and the win. After the match, a handshake between the two women because they have respect for each other. They're both faces, and yeah. Dakota Kai's walking up the ramp, and oh no! Oh, Cassiano, Cassiano attacks. No, Dakota Kai's attacked by Ginny. Ginny, the fashionista of Ginny? of NXT UK. She gets on the mic and says, Oh, no. This is my NXT. This I, is my NXT. No, she, you couldn't hear her at all, dude. That was yeah. like she, like the mic was, sounded like it was off. It was weird. You know, it's a, live, it's a live studio, right? Live. It's not live TV, but it's a studio, and shit happens in a studio. Yeah. Did or you a um, room. Did you put your odor eaters in your shoes? What? Did you put odor eaters in your shoes this week? Is this, is this a Zach Gibson bit? Next up, we have Amir Jordan versus Zach Gibson. Okay. Because uh, if, if you hate Zach Gibson, take your shoes off. Still don't get it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's just if it's just to show that. I don't it's, know. It's just to, to annoy him because it's doing it's annoying me. Uh, yeah, eventually. Uh, so Amir Jordan, he's uh, he looks kind of like a jobber, but it was a long match, pretty much. Yeah. But it wasn't that fun of a match. Um, I don't really like Zach Gibson. He's he's good, but he's I don't know, man. He fails to see like 
to impress me really mm-hmm. i don't know uh eventually he keeps on twitching it's just weird amir jordan gets a drop kick to zach gibson um helter skelter followed by the shankling gates to jordan submission win and the win zach gibson wins so we got to commercial we got to commercial there's like okay we're done we come back zach gibson's still in the ring because this is like the second time he's oh, done god this. Because uh, he wants to cut a promo. Just get out, man. Uh, he's soon to be realized as NXT's number one. Um, everyone's chanting Zach Gibson's a wanker. Zach Gibson's a wanker. <laughs> um, next, uh, he says, the next UK lo- the whole UK locker room is full of people that are ready to ride my coattails. Then now comes Trent Seven. He says, you know, where were you in the first UK tournament? I don't remember seeing you. You were probably at your mother's house on her laptop drinking your tea. Because apparently... That's a horrible thing. Um, yeah. He says, I got to give it up to you, though. You won the, the 2018 UK tournament, but you couldn't get the job done on night two. And then seven challenges to a match, and Gibson leaves the ring. So nothing happens. <laughs> that's, that's a Zach Gibson segment for you. Nothing happens. Uh, next up, we get two video promos, one from uh, Jordan Devlin, a recap of his match two weeks ago, and an iPhone video promo complete with SmackDown intro name scroll in, uh, beforehand. They're adding those to the show now. You know, the ones you get on where it says, like, Asuka, and then it shows Asuka afterwards mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Yeah, they're doing those in NXT UK now. Oh. Yeah. Fun, right? Uh, Kenny Williams. Kenny Williams is doing his iPhone promo on the balcony of somewhere because it's very windy wherever he's filming, and you can really hear the wind. Um, we get a match between the two. Kenny Williams versus Jordan Devlin. Back and forth between the two men. STO followed by a standing moonsault to Kenny Williams. Devlin goes for a boot on the outside, but Williams catches the boot, slams him in face into the mat. Baseball slide drop kick to Devlin on the outside, but Devlin hits his finisher. It kind of looks like a modified one wing angel type deal. Eh, you know, it's just it's like the only way I could describe teasing. it. It's teasing. It's teasing. You know, it's the only way to describe potential, it. It's going to be a potential move that you'll probably friend of the see, show, but... Jordan Devlin. Yes, Jordan Devlin. Also, one half of one with uh, amongst my top three matches of the year, Jordan Devlin oh and Walter. Goodness. It warms me heart. That's always it. Warms be. me Irish heart we to see Jordan Devlin. Wrestling in a stage as big as WWE NXT UK. I we no. should do that for the CWREs this year. We shouldn't pick match of the year each. We should our top five matches of the year each. Oh, that's gonna be such a that's gonna be too long. Honestly. I think I think our fans would want it. Guys, let Michael know no. on Twitter. No one's tag no, him. No one's gonna say it. Tag him. Okay. Whatever his Twitter is, I don't want to say it on there if he doesn't want me to. Uh, Next up, we have. Uh, oh yeah, so Jordan Devlin gets the pin and the win. Yeah, good good on him. I love you, Jordan Devlin. Just keep up the good work. And he's been looking good. It looks like he's been putting on some muscle. Just really just putting that. We're really just, you know, hammering the fact that he's good. Not mostly because of the fact that he made a bumper for us. No, I honestly think he's yeah, good. No, legitimately, he he's great. Uh, next up, we have Ashton Smith. Flash Morgan. Gordon or Morgan? You Morgan. Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, I'm just going to okay. Flash Ashton Smith and Mark Andrews versus the Kofi Brothers and Wolfgang. Uh, Wolfgang and Flash start the match. All six men get in the ring. They stare each other down. The heels try to isolate Andrews. Um, and, yeah, dude, this match kind of sucked, I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, man, it's too bad. <laughs> it's not. They're, they're trying to recreate something with NXT, and they can't, man. What do you think NXT in the UK needs to do for it to distinguish itself as, you know, a legitimate division? More, more integrated talent what from NXT. 
Like you, bring some people over, just one-off matches. I like, don't think I don't just to get new talent over. I don't think that's I don't think that's a proper solution because, like, a you're gonna have to settle. You're gonna have to deal with the fact that you're they're gonna be traveling all the way. Your people are gonna be traveling from Florida to to England and like film NXT UK in America. Oh my god, no! <laughs> I would say make NXT UK very much looser in the way of. Like British talent, British talent from the Indies, like someone like from a progress, like see, have Jimmy Havocs, and like I know, like people always get scared of the fact that any, the main purpose of NXT UK is to you know purge the the, the British wrestling scene. Yeah, like, the British like, wrestling scene that doesn't really have like it. It does have a lot of hype behind it, but then I feel like it's one of those I, scenes. I feel like there's like OTT, but it's like, like but yeah, like OTT in in Ireland, right? Yeah, it's over the top. Yeah. Um, progress, yeah. No, I, okay, I feel I like. mean, we have Jordan Devlin in an epi- on an episode of NXT UK, and I'm like, geez, like, if Jordan Devlin, like, signs, I mean, yeah, and when he signs with WWE, that's such a big, that's going to be such a big blow to OTT. Because he is, because he is their champ, well, he was their champion. Oh, I got to edit that out then, out of the uh, bumper. Okay, then. But, uh, yeah, uh, I guess just... I think NXT UK should be like it'd be, be just be a lot more looser in terms of just letting okay. more independent talent go in. I don't think you should put integrate and main like NXT people except besides the ones that are from the UK like Tyler Bate yeah. and uh, Danny Birch or Pete Dunn. Nice like those those should be those those people should be your people. You know I get you know do get CM Punk Get him to wrestle. Sure, why not? NXT UK. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Get Yokozuna and Ultimate Warrior and uh, the Iron Sheik. Yep. Iron Sheik as general manager would be so fucking entertaining, and you know it. Well, yeah, that's what why are you doing over that's there? Why I you loser. Him being like Rusev's man. Dude, Rusev should be in NXT <laughs> UK. <laughs> Rusev, poor Rusev. Yeah, uh, he's talking about going back to developmental. He's I'm joking wondering. about it, but also he's being kind of Katie about it, cagey about it. Yeah. Whatever. That was NXT UK, guys. And now for time for our new segment that I forgot about until last night, literally, or literally right before the show was being filmed. I know. I saw this as soon as you caught I saw me. you watching it. You caught me. You caught me. Is Wrestling Show and Tell this week brought to you by me, Corey. Um, so my Wrestling Show and Tell this week was uh, Hogan versus the Giant, the Monster Truck Sumo match. Of Halloween Havoc 1995. And just make the distinction, only this monster truck sumo match. Wait, not you, the main event of Halloween Havoc 95. No, why just would I? Just the monster why truck. Would, why would I want to talk about the the actual match? Just the I don't sumo know. match. I'm just making a clarification here. Okay. Did you watch the whole match? Uh, Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I should have I should have been more specific about that. I will do better next time, okay? I promise. Uh, but this match, wow. Monster truck sumo match. The first of its kind. Eric Bischoff is going apeshit crazy on commentary the entire time. Just screaming and yelling about how this is the first ever Monster Truck Sumo match. They're on top of an arena next to another arena. Um, there's explosives laced out with throughout. I don't know if any were ever set off. Were any of them set off? I don't think so. Explosives? I don't think so. Um, yeah. So eventually, though. They get out of the monster truck, start fighting back and forth, and Hulk Hogan murders the giant. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, you're a dead man. <laughs> um, yeah, so the giant's dead now, and apparently he comes back Until from the main event like of that night. Until fucking an hour and a half later. 
Yeah, they and then they close up in on the water, and it it's ridiculous. It's just all that ridiculousness. Well, that's uh, that's that's wrestling. Show I'm gonna get a little you. serious next time, though. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm funny. thinking of something. But Michael, that was my wrestling show and tell for your wrestling show and tell next week. What uh, what do you want to talk about? Well, Corey, I'm glad you asked. For wrestling show and tell next week, we will be watching the second match between Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne in NXT Takeover Chicago for the NXT UK Championship. Okay, so we are going to do WWE. Yeah, I thought about this other show, this other one, but I just want, I'll just it's watch okay. this one. It's different enough. It's distinguished enough. I like enough. it. I like it. So, but, uh, so yeah. NXT Chicago Takeover Chicago. Take, and this is when Pete Dunne wins the title from Tyler Bate, right? Spoilers, spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean whatever. Yeah, everyone knows. Okay, cool. I'll make sure to rewatch it. And I heard, I heard that's a great match. I, yeah. I remember it. It's the same night that I think DIY they uh, they fell through the cracks. Right? You know what? Like I kind of like my original idea better. Do you want to just make this a double one, two matches? Okay. Wrestling. Okay. Are the you, kid. Are, the, do you want to? The, the kids. The kid who wants to be the overachiever in class for show and tell. Your second don't, match. Don't get. Don't get all like that on me. I'm just saying. Okay. Your second match. So two matches this time. We got Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, two. TNA Unbreakable 2005. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels for the X Division Championship. You got to watch me versus Samoa Joe. We're going to go for that title when I still have short hair. In fact, I think that should be the only match we should watch next week. It's your call, man. Let's just do that. Okay. Yeah. TNA. TNA. AJ Styles. And it's on It's on YouTube. Versus Samoa Joe versus Chris, Chris, Christopher Daniels. It's on Impact Wrestling's uh, website. I mean, um, not website. On their streaming you, service? No, no. The YouTube, the YouTube account. You, yeah. I was going to say, you guys probably have the Impact Wrestling streaming service. Yeah. Everyone has that one. But, uh, yeah, it also has the, the the distinction in TNA as being the first and probably only five-star match given given by day one Dave Meltzer. Oh, nice. It's a great fucking It'll match. It'll be fun. Is it in the 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 pentagram ring? You, the, you mean the octagon? No, not the octagon. Is it like the six-sided ring? Or it's whatever? six sides. Yeah. Oh, it's like the six star of David ring. The star of David ring, right? Mm-hmm. You just put lines across it, and you got the star of David. Not the satanic star. That'd be cool. Black Label Pro should do that. A five-sided ring, like a pentagram. I mean, a pent- five sides is pentagon. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. 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 Devil. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's... Uh, okay, wrestling show and tell next week. Daniels, Joe, AJ... Uh, TNA Unbreakable 2005. TNA Unbreakable 2005. Dixie Carter was backstage, probably. No, I, I think. Eh, yeah, I think it was. I think somewhere was. around. All right, guys. Before we get out of here today, we like to give some birthday shoutouts. Well, we have two birthdays today two birthdays but they're actually two pretty important birthdays turning 25 years old today born in 1993 we have the longest reigning champion in wwe history as of today or modern day champion we have one peter dunn 25 years old happy birthday peter dunn thank you and we also turning 48 years old born in 1970 we have the ayatollah of rock and rolla one chris jericho Baby, that's that's not. He used to say it. Yeah. He used to say it back in his WCW yeah, yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it wasn't like baby. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yep. All right. Anyways, guys, let's get out of here. Um, we're tired. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jericho and Dunn. Um, for City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for everyone here. Oh, and guys, if you're still listening, I forgot. Go to the Wrestle Hub. Um, vote for City Wrestling Radio for Best Newcomer Podcast. We're nominated, by the way, and uh, we want to win. So vote as many times as your browser will let you. And, um, yeah, let them know that you want City Wrestling Radio to be among the greatest of the winners and to go down in history and to make history in the first ever wrestling podcast awards sponsored by the Wrestle Hub and Grapple Arcade. Follow the Wrestle Hub on Twitter at the Wrestle Hub. Anything else you'd like to add, Michael? Uh, fuck you, Fred. Okay, guys, this is a little 18-year-old thing. Yep. All right, guys, for City Wrestling Radio, we'll see you later. Bye.